Hello, and thank you for listening to the Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast under the leadership of our senior pastor, Sharita L. Smith. Here we are a ministry that believes in faith, healing, and deliverance. We pray that the word of God will touch you, bring you direction, correction, and deliverance. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the message. And remember, we love you to life. Ha <laughs> Amen. The theme for this, for this month ain't an easy thing. It ain't a hallelujah, prosperity thing. It's a theme that's going to challenge you to change you. I need some mature believers in here today to believe and receive what I got. Because what I got is coming from the Lord. Not from Pastor Joe. It's coming from the Lord. I promise you that. And it's real, y'all. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? The word of God lets us know from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. From the abundance of the heart. That means what's in your heart is going to come out. Amen? And it's not if but when it's going to come out. See, I tell people all the time in training and nutrition, junk in, junk out. Garbage in, garbage out. You got to get some word inside of your heart, see, because the heart and the flesh is inherently sinful. When Adam sinned, all sins, 1 Corinthians 15 uh, and 22 tells us, as in Adam, all men die. Also in Christ, all should be made alive. Amen. Good job, good minister. You are paying attention in doctrine class. Amen. So when pastor preached last week from Proverbs 23 and 7, she said, for as he thinketh, this is the King James Version, in his heart, so is he. Okay? But then it says, eat and drink, saith he to thee. But his heart is not with thee. Let me back that up, and we'll unpack it, all right? I've got a couple of things I want to do today, a couple of scriptures I'm going to go for, but I want to start from what was preached last week and kind of expound a little bit on that. Amen? Can I do that? So listen to this. So, for as a man thinketh in the heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee. But his heart is not, what? With thee. So what is that saying? Amen? That's saying that people will say things that they don't mean. Amen? It says eat and drink, but they don't really mean that. They'll take you out, and they'll wine you and dine you, and they say, order what you want to order, but really they're counting what you're getting. Dinner's on me. It's all right. Get what you want. And then they got to calculate on the side. Entree. Wow, two entrees. And they're adding up what you're getting. The word of God says it's better not vow about and vow about to keep. Don't say something that you don't mean. Because you're trying to impress people, but your heart is far from God. Wow. It matters what you think. It matters what goes into your mind, church. See, this is amazing because I think about this month and talking about and, 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 and preaching about what are you thinking? And it's amazing the prosperity ministries that, you know, talk about prosperity. But this challenge here, as far as what are you really thinking? What is going through your mind on a daily basis? Wow. Wow. What, 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 what are you really thinking on a day-to-day? What are you challenging yourself in the Word of God? What are you challenging yourself to get better and be sanctified? Amen. It's amazing because if you look at it, we all are in this transition in this life where we're either getting better or we're getting worse. There's no in-between, amen? There's no in-between. Either you're getting better or you're getting what? Worse. Either you're growing or you're not. And it's amazing because as we go through this life and we look at our thought processes and we look at what we're thinking on a daily basis and we look at what comes out of our mouth because what comes out of our mouth is what's in our heart. Jesus said you will know a tree by the fruit. 
The fruit of the tree is simply a reflection of what the root is connected to. How? You would never get an orange from an apple tree root. The core of who you are is evidenced by the thoughts or your roots in your heart. Wow. Preach to yourself. Amen. That's why what's inside is so important. You can mask the outside to others. But when somebody really comes in your inner circle and they get to know who you really are, let me tell you something. The truth is going to come out. You can put perfume on poop, but it still stank. It just got a sweet stank, which is worse than a regular stank. Amen? It's worse than a regular stank. You're trying to cover up something that's not real. Wow. You can mask it for a while, but over time, what you're around is what you become. You can't be around poop and expect not to smell. That's crazy. You look at the mechanics who work in the mechanic shop. They worked all their life. They got grease in their hands and in their skin. That what? Won't ever come out. How many of y'all know the old mechanics? Let me tell you something. They got technology now where you can move machines, but them old mechanics, that grease is in their skin. It's down in there so deep, it ain't going to ever come out. And you look at the hands and you say, wow, that's a working brother. It's amazing. Look at, look at Luke 6 and 45. See, I want to just let you all know the hallelujahs, the amens. You're going to leave here the better, better, today better than you came. You're going to leave out here today. You're going to be emotional, but you're going to be better than you were when you came in here. I promise you that. You're going to be better. Then look at Luke 6 45. A good man out of the good treasure... Of his heart, oh my Lord, brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth speaks. It's amazing how you get challenged. It's amazing. My good brother, Pastor Hub, God bless you for coming to see me today, brother. That brother has become a friend to me. We have become friends over the last two and a half months. And God has accelerated our friendship in such a way. It is amazing. Because length of time has nothing to do with quality. It's the same thing for the saints. You've got some old saints who I wonder sometimes if they're really saints. They should be eating solid food and they're still drinking milk. And I thank God for our relationship. Two and a half months, and God has taken us to a serious level in him. But it's amazing because there are a couple of things that I want to talk about, about your speaking and your thinking, and I want to challenge you. The first thing I want to ask, is your worship genuine? I told you I won't get a whole lot of amens, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right because I want to help you. Amen. I want to help you help me, Holy Spirit. Is your worship genuine? Wow. You say, what do I mean, Pastor? What, what, what do you mean by that? What, is it, what, what do you mean? Well, the Lord says in Isaiah 29 and 19, he says, these people come near to me with their mouth and they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Wow. Their worship in me is based merely on human rules they have been taught. <laughs> Come on now. Listen, this is real. This is real, y'all, because, see, these are the things that are going to challenge us to really grow in Christ. See, in churches everywhere, people are doing what they see other people doing. And then let me give you an example. People come into the gym. And they're novices, so they come in and they see other people. And they, and they, and they search out the one that looks like they want to look. So they peek and they look. Oh, yeah. I like her shape. Now, they ain't pointing, but they peeking. Tell the truth and shame the what? Shame him. And they peeking. They say, wow. 
Look at her legs. Oh, she looks really good. What's she doing? So they start copying what they see. So they hiding it in their heart. Oh, she doing this and she doing that. So they mimic her workout. But at the same time, junk in, junk out. Junk in, junk out. That young lady is going home and eating proper nutrition, proper calories. You going home and eating ribs and donuts and hogging dodge, amen? And then you wondering why, month after month, I keep coming to this gym and I see this girl looking better and better and I'm getting fatter and fatter. Hmm. Let me bring it around and unpack it so you really can get what I'm talking about. Hey, man. Let me bring it. Let me bring it full circle. So you see somebody in here. Sister so-and-so really know how to worship. Oh, my Lord, she can speak in tongues so well. She's just, oh, my God, it's just amazing. And then you in your own. Maybe if I worship like sister or brother so-and-so, I'll get my breakthrough. Huh, Lord, have mercy. Come on, Pastor Hub. You know where it's going, brother. Come on, Hub. Pastor Hub, no. But see, you don't know what sister's doing in the morning. When she's down on her face, laying before the Lord God. Help me, Father. And you leave out of church. And don't speak to the Lord God for the whole week. And then you come back again and get real emotional and jump up and stomp and shout and wonder why I'm not getting my breakthrough. Doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Because your worship is not genuine. See, worship without relationship equals zero. Because when you're really worshiping with a relationship, you're talking to the Father that knows you and you know him. But when you're trying to be phony and fake, God, that's worse than a what? Non-believer. See, what's that? That's worse than what? A non-believer. First, is your worship, is it genuine, y'all? Huh. See, if you're the type of person and you know those people that sit there, and they can be sitting there and sitting there, and oh, that's my song. Oh, Lord, that's my song. That's my song, y'all. Wow. And they just getting it. But they're in church and you hear crickets. Let me go ahead and give you a little something. Just a little something for you to kind of just swirl around in your mouth a little bit. Taste with that, okay? But you're that one that literally is in the front row at the concert. Jumping and screaming. And losing your mind. That's how you built. Is it genuine? If you're built that way, then why won't you give God glory? In the same way you do with the earthly things. See, that'll challenge you. Because we know people. When they're out of here, oh Lord. Their mouth don't stop. They just talking and talking and talking and getting here. You know you hear them crickets at night? That's what you hear, crickets. You don't hear a thing. Because they can't give God a little bit of glory. They sit here and they, with, with, a, with a look on their face of disdain. And God has been so good. So good. Is it genuine? Help me, Holy Spirit. How? Huh? Are you serving 
out of a relationship or acceptance? Are you serving out of a relationship or acceptance? Jesus, God. Wow. Now listen to this. Let's go to the word of God. See, because the word has to back up. Let me, let me tell you. It's not Pastor Joe. Let me tell you what the word says. Matthew 7, 21, 23 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Hmm. Now listen to this. Jesus said then, I will tell them plainly. (laughs) Oh my God. I will tell them what? Plainly. I never knew you. I never what? I never knew you. And then, away from me, you evildoers. The word of God is no joke, y'all. And it's truth. And when you really get to a place where you can understand and receive the word of God and be intentional about this thing, you're going to grow. And that's why when I was in my prayer uh, devotion and I was praying about what to bring, I said, Lord, have mercy. You know, it's amazing how the devil will, will try to challenge what God has. Man, you may offend some people. And God was like, some people need to be offended. Because my word will never return void unto me. What's so fascinating and strong about that scripture? See, sometimes people are doing things, but doing it for the wrong reasons. So what he's saying is, okay, you're doing all these things, but you're not doing it for my glory. You're not doing it for my glory. See, you're doing it for people. You're doing it for acceptance. You're doing it to be be that person. Oh, yeah, pastor, this did that. And if you ever have a pastor that's giving himself credit for doing anything, you got a problem. Get far away when they start giving themselves credit for anything and not giving the credit where it's just due. We're looking to gain favor and win God's approval. Everything in us is to gain God's approval. What is pleasant in his what? Sight. See, there's no other thing that you can do. There's no amount of things that we could do on this earth that will make God love us more. You can't give enough. There ain't nothing you can do to make the Lord God love you any more than he already does. He's not going to love you no more because you did this or did that. Because his son died, y'all. Behold the Lamb of God. In John 1.29, that takes away the sins of the world. The precious Lamb has already died. So there's nothing we can do to get acceptance. All we have to do is accept the gift. It's a gift, y'all. It's a gift of eternal life. Not by works that no man should boast. You ain't going to be able to brag on what God is doing for you. It's amazing. It says in the New King James Version, 1 John 4 and 20. If someone says, I love God, huh, and hates his what, brother? <laughs> See, I'm going to give you something that's real, real. This word is so powerful. He said, he said he's a what? He's a liar. If someone says, I love God and I hate my brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love a God that he's never seen? Wow. That word is real. It's going to challenge you, y'all. See, I promise you, when you got some scripture in you, listen, y'all. The word, the word, the word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my pathway. It's going to give you and make you get to the place where your thinking is going to be challenged. So it's not so much that what you're thinking, what's challenging your thinking? What's challenging this, this, this carnal mind to do what's what? 
glorifying God. Number three, are you the center of your own show? (laughs) Are you the center of your own show? See, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of folk. Huh. See, 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 be careful not to, to do that to be seen. See, see, listen, listen to Matthew 6 1. Says, be careful to not practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. Mm. If you do, you will have no reward from your father in heaven. Man, the Bible is real, y'all. Listen to this. Be careful not to practice your what? Righteousness in front of others. With the motive of just showing off. See, I'm doing this because really I want people. See, it's all good, see, but what happens is, see, today when I said the spirit of living God told me to bless Brother David, it didn't happen until he got up on stage. It wasn't premeditated. It wasn't to make me look good. It's because this brother texts me on Thursday, I have no ride. But then he stands up here and he gives God glory. He gives God praise for what God is doing in his life. So people can take some examples from that. Amen. It's not about what you do when it's seen. It's the unseen things that God looks at in the heart. Amen. Are you the center of your own show? See, Jesus jumps to the heart of the matter. The one thing about our good father, he ain't beat around the bush. Anybody know that saying? You got folks that beat around the what? They beat around the bush. He went straight to the what? Matter. He jumped straight to it. Why are you doing what you're doing? Plain and simple. Why do you do what you do? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Amen. I promise you, like I said, you're going to walk out of healing house today. Hey, I don't know, you may not be emotional, but you're going to learn something like the old folks say. You done learned something. You're going to be better than you were when you came in. Because we got to be challenged to grow. To grow. Now I'm going to shift. Do a little small shift, y'all. I want to jump into the meat of the message. See, I want to go and talk about the thinking. Now let's do a little transition. Amen. We're going to transition real smooth. So we're talking about this month. What are you thinking? So what you're thinking is directly linked to how you feel. Amen. Thinking and feeling. So I want to preach today, and I'm going to get into it. Get out of your feelings and get into the word. Get out of your feelings and get into the word. See, I'm not talking about if you feel a sick, you feel a pain, you feel a lump in your chest or breast. You feel that, you go to the doctor. Amen? I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about, I'm talking about that physiological, that mind feeling. When you say, I just feel this way. Well, what's making you feel that way? So let's talk about it. And let's go from the Bible, see, because it ain't going to be Pastor Joe. Let's go from what the Bible says. So I'm thinking about this thing. I'm thinking about feelings. And the Holy Spirit took me to Matthew. Hmm. 15, 21 and 28. This is the New King James Version. Matthew 15, 21 through 28. And I promise you, this is going to help somebody in here. Lord, have mercy, because it's shown up helped me. Amen? It helped me. Listen to this, y'all. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to a region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered, listen to this now, not a word. 
And his disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. Now listen to this, y'all. Listen to what Jesus, uh, y'all, need to, y'all need to pull this up when you get home, and I want you to unpack it, because like the Bereans, study the, study the scripture for yourself, you need to know. But he answered and said, I was not sent except the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came, listen to what she did, and she worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. Now listen to this. She could have easily got in her feelings. She could have easily got in her feelings. And then he answered, listen to this, y'all. It is not good to take the children's bread. Good Lord, have mercy. Holy Spirit, and give it to little dogs. Know your Bible. Know your Bible. He said, he said, he said, it's not good to take the, the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now he's telling this woman, now she's from, she's a Canaan woman. Tyron and Sidon, that's the farthest north that Jesus ever went. This is out there, man. Ain't no synagogues, temples. They worship the idol gods. There's some stuff going on around there. So this woman from Canaan, heathen that comes up and knows that the, that the son of the living God is in her presence. And she's like, my child is possessed. But notice she said, help me, not my child. When you have children, your children are sick. Let me tell you, raise your hand if you got children. It feels worse for what? You than it does for them. When my child is sick, I feel so helpless. Let me tell you something. She said, help me. But then he answered, God, children's bread, and throw it to little dogs. And I tell you, this scripture helped me so much, y'all, because the faith in, the, in, in, in this lady with the feelings, she still said, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. <laughs> Somebody need to get excited about that. Even the, look at this, even the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the table of the master. Now, then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is thy faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Get out your feelings. Look at your day. Get out your feelings and get into the word. Get out your feelings. Look at them and tell them, you better get out your feelings and get into the word. Those feelings will mess you up. This lady would have lost her blessing. See, see, y'all, people missed the point. She would have lost her blessing if she would have got into her feelings. She said, I'm coming here because I know who can heal my daughter. Just like Jacob wrestled. I'm going to wrestle with him until I get my blessing. I'm not going to let you go, Father. So Jesus was really testing her faith. Is it real or is it Memorex? Is it real or is it Memorex? See, it's old school, that's probably in the 80s, y'all. I don't know. The older folks know that. Yes, sir. I'm telling my age, y'all. Is it real? Is your worship, is your heart real? And it's amazing how the disciples, they just start, you know, you know, hey, you know what the old folks say? They said, well, they start sicing it. Disciples start sicing it. Get her away. Get her away. Hold up. Get her away. And she pressed. She pressed y'all. Look at us. Disciples, get her away. She cried after. Get, get her away. But she what? She pressed. She pressed for her what? Her blessing. You better get out of your feelings and press for your blessing. You better get out of that and get into the word. And it's amazing when I think about it. And I just think about how John 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So the word what became flesh and dwelt among us. So she went to the word. Jesus was the word. Get out of your feelings and go to the word. She went to the what? The word. 
to get my breakthrough, I got to go to the word. And she went to the word. See, people are all about their feelings. We act on how we feel. I remember when my son, Jordan, he was born. And he came out. And I looked at him and I was like, wow. I said, man, I, I saw his back was, I had a big blue spot on it. And I was like, okay. I said, it's a birthmark or something. What's that? Didn't know. I said, okay. Came out. He was a big old boy. Looked great. All things was good. I thought everything was well. So my wife and I were looking. And the doctor said, uh, there's an issue. We had to take him right then. And took him to Children's Hospital. So we're looking like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? We go, and I remember talking to Zacchaeus' uh, great-grandmother, Mama Mifa, God rest her soul. Love her to life. That was my lady. She didn't mean no harm, but she said, well, baby, back in the day, they called them blue babies, and they just died. I looked at my wife. She looked at me. And the big Negro started tearing. I said, Lord, okay. My feelings started taking over me. My feelings, I started, I, started, I started to cry, and my wife started to cry. We're looking, and I said, oh, Lord. And I, and I said, oh, my grace is sufficient for thee. I started going into the word and the scripture that I knew in my heart. I started going to the word. Be anxious for nothing. In all things, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I started to get strengthened in the Lord and I started to get to a place of peace and the Lord God started to speak to me. I didn't tell my wife. I went in the closet. I prayed. I got on my knees. I got on my face and I started seeking God. I said, God, you can do exceedingly and abundantly, you said in your word. Above that, which we could ever think or imagine according to the power that works in us. He said, Galatians, he said, I I'm crucified, 220, with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ. The power of Christ that lives in me. Huh. Lives in me. So my feelings huh, were feelings of sadness. I was like, oh, my goodness. And God started saying to me, let me give you something, son. But I thank God that I had some stuff in me. Let me tell y'all something. I thank God my feelings had the word. I was able to go to the word, and I was able to indwell in my spirit, and that word kept just coming to me. And I started to feel the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And I started to tell my wife, it's going to be all right, baby. God is in control. And we looked at each other and we prayed. And I tell you, God took my son through. If you've seen Jordan there, he's the healthiest looking dude you've ever seen in your life. My son played four years of football, got a free education. Now he has his own son and wife and is doing amazing. But just like that woman, I knew where my breakthrough was going to come. And you don't let your feelings get in the way. Your feelings get in the way of your breakthrough. Look at your neighbor. Get out of your feelings. And get into the word. Get out of your feelings. See, those feelings make you just get to a place. And it's real. We all got feelings. Don't you let me get to stand up here before you and tell you, let me tell you something. Pastor Joe, Joe, Coach Hayden, Pop, whatever title. Husband, father, all that stuff. Let me tell you something. Your feelings are, are real. See, 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 what you're feeling is real. But see, what happens is the feeling that you have causes you to think a certain way. And then if you don't change that, what's going to come out your mouth is going to be tied to all that. So you have people that say, you know what? I just can't stop cursing. 
I've been trying to stop cursing. I just can't stand it, really. But then you pull up in your Jeep. Bumpity, 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 bumpity. F him, her, all that stuff. Stuff I ain't even never heard. Now this is real, y'all. I just wish I could get to a place where I could stop using profanity. But then all you listen to <laughs> that comes inside your spirit that's going inside your spirit is what? Cursing. Your feelings get out of them. The word of God is so powerful, y'all. And that's why even in our men's fellowship, it's amazing. We've been having some great fellowship, man. It's been amazing. It's been amazing because God is being glorified. And it's real. All the men that are here today, I want to talk to you after. Uh, the men are doing a, a corporate fast. Men. Yes, right. Stepping our game up. And like the old folks used to say in the church, see, uh, it's not for form or fashion. Or for what else? An outside show. It's for realness. It's for growth. It's for the will of God to be discerned in our life so we can know, so we can grow closer to the Father. And God knows it because he downloaded it in me for us to do it. Amen? Your feelings dictate how you treat folk. Huh? Your feelings dictate how you treat people. See, see, see when, you, when, you, when you treat people like you're better than them, see, how you feeling? See, when you're judgmental and you easily can say, why can't they do this? Or why can't they do that? It dictates how you run your life. See, your emotions get in the way of a lot of things. And one of the biggest things that gets away in front of is your blessing. Your emotions can take you out of your blessing. We get caught up as Christians in these feelings. I've learned whenever I get caught up in my feelings and the unpleasantness of it is just to go to the Lord. And this is real. I'm 51 years old and I promise you, God is great because, Lord, I grow every day. I feel like Paul. I press towards the calling of the high God. Listen, listen I may not obtain, but I'm pressing and I'm still learning. I'm, 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 I'm learning, y'all, that these emotions have to get me to a place where I got to be what? Silent. See, 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 I'm learning me. I'm learning who I am. You know, I'm getting to a place where I know when I get into my feelings, I need to shut my mouth. I need to shut my what? Mouth. I was looking at a movie the other day, me and my wife, and the lady said, shut your pie hole. <laughs> I started laughing. I said, Lord, that's what I need to do sometimes. When I get into my feelings, shut your pie hole. Close your mouth. Be slow to speak. Slow to anger. Slow to wrath. But close that mouth. See, see the mouth is just so powerful because as soon as we get a feeling, that affects your feelings. And you know all these, he said, oh, you in your feelings, aren't you? What did he say with the young, what, hey, you in your feelings. I sure am. So I'm going to close this pie hole. <laughs> Lord, help me, Holy Spirit. I'm going to close this mouth. And I'm going to keep it quiet. Because what I'm feeling right now ain't good. It ain't going to get an amen. It ain't going to get no glory from God. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. See, our feelings want us to win. Amen? I've learned in my relationship with my wife, our feelings want us to what? To win. Our feelings feel like, okay, hold up. Hold up. She got the last word. My feelings stopping. No, hold up. Hold up. She going out. No, what's going on? I'm feeling like she got the best. And God, last week when Pastor Shreda was telling, it was amazing. 
because she was giving it to the women about being submissive. And I'm going to give it to the men about loving them like Christ loved the church. See, because sis said you, you, you got to be able to submit. But see, men, you got to be able to love them. You got to be able to love them like Christ loved the church. I'm going to tell you, I know so many men that don't so far away from God, but they know that scripture, that piece of it. Well, the Bible says. Well, the Bible says. You're supposed to submit. They don't know nothing else. They get to the table and even they say their grace. God is grace and God is good. And we thank you for this food. Does he still say that? But the Bible says, submit. Huh. It's so real, y'all. See, it's amazing though. But I, I, I beg to argue that when the Lord God put that scripture in men to put it down, that is a bigger challenge for man than it is for woman. I'm going to say it again so you hear it real good. That is a bigger challenge for the man than it is for the woman. Because the man says, love them like Christ loved the what? The church was his baby. And died for them. Yes. And died. He died. He died, y'all, for it. See, that's that real. That's that. Now, let me go ahead and get agape. Come on there. What's that? Agape love. Unconditional love. And I'm learning, y'all. I'm learning. Huh. Keep Pastor Joe in prayer because we growing. Lord, I see it. 32 years in September 24th. 32 years. And that woman don't look like she's 30. Jesus. God is able. But it's amazing how our feelings get so intertwined. Driving here today. Wife was like, oh, we got time. Let's go by Burger King, Joe. Said, all right, baby, let's, we, that's, that's fine. We can do that. Be honest, we can do whatever you want to do. What you, what you trying to do? We got to get it. We can do that. Pull up in the drive-thru. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm kind of close to the curb. You know, so I put my little camera on my car, turn it around. Said, Why do you use that finger to turn the screen? And my feelings start. What difference do it make? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what my feelings were saying. See, when I, can give you, when I can give you real stuff, see, you can relate to the realness, see. I'm going to tell you what my feelings was thinking and saying. That's what was going on inside of brother. I'm like, what you questioning? What do you think I use? If I use my pinky, if I use my big toe. But I shut my pie hole. I closed up my power. I shut it real tight, guys. In the back. I shut it. I said, okay. But then I actually challenged myself. I said, hey, why do I use that finger? I, no, 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 no. I, I said, well, why do I use this one instead of my pointer? And it was amazing how I really, I really did. I, I shut my mouth and I thought, I said, well, why do I do that? So then, I thought back to 1988. In 1988, I started working for Geico Insurance Company. I was in the mail room. I used to have a stack of papers this tall. Okay, let's say it again. A stack of papers, one sheet of paper that tall that I had to mail out in that day. So usually end up being 3,000, 2,500, 3,000 envelopes. 
I had to flip through that stack. Who's ever put a finger? You know those little rubber fingers on your finger when you're flipping pages? So the guy that was training me used his pointer. But I was like, bruh, my, my, this, I can use my, my middle finger better, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm working. I'm working in that uh, for, for three, well, actually it was two years. And all I did was flip with that finger. Flip, 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 flip. And I got good. Oh, I was flipping. And it was amazing because I thought back and I was able to tie that to what? Then I was able to, guess what? Open my pothole at the appropriate time. <laughs> at the right time. See, because when the right time, see, see, people think that's, that's what the nighttime can be the right time, but it's got to be right in the daytime for the nighttime to be right. Men don't understand. In order for the nighttime to be right, the daytime got to be what? Right. Amen. Let me help you, brothers. Let me help the married men. All right? The married pastor, am I right? You want the nighttime to be right, the daytime better be right. Married men, y'all know. Amen. Make that daytime right. So I was able to open it up my mouth. And I said, well, you know what, baby? It's amazing you said that. Because I just thought about it. I said, why do I use that finger? And I said, you know, when I was at Geico and I was in the mail room, I used that finger, blah, blah, blah. And I said, that was amazing to me. She looked over at me. She was like, okay. Then she was like, well, you ain't got to tell me four times. Because I think I said it four times. So then I shut my mouth. <laughs> See, because let me tell you something. God has shown me in so many areas of my life, when you can be transparent and honest with your feelings. See, God is seeking for us to be humble and transparent and intentional about, about what we see because he's the only one that can give us that peace y'all the word of God is the only thing that has true what power and it's amazing and I thank God for it so I can give my story and everybody in here has got plenty of stories whether you married or anything in your life that you done dealt with because of your feelings but I just want to help you understand in today's message if you don't get anything out of it, what you need to get the most of is that I thank God that Jesus Christ, when he was on that cross, I'm going to say it again. When Jesus Christ, when they hung him high and they stretched him wide, he didn't get in his feelings. And he hung his head and he died for you and for me. He said, not my will, but the will of the Father. He stretched his hands and he died. He didn't get in his feelings. He knew that the sovereign will of the Father and he were one. And he completed his mission. Get out of your feelings, y'all. And get into the word. We got to grow. We have to be sanctified. This church, I see God doing some things that are above my imagination. I see some people that are here that are devoted and serious. When I saw Tristan this morning, I look around, I saw David's testimony. Brother Phil, I saw the musicians over here worshiping. These brothers ain't just, they're not just musicians and hirelings. You feel me? They're not just hirelings. These are men of God that have come here, see, see to help the ministry. To help the ministry. And I thank God having a pastor who is confident in who she is in Christ. That can recognize that we need some men that love God to step up and take their rightful place. And I mean that. I mean that. That's not just my pastor. We talk. And I know her heart. Amen. And she really is serious about the men stepping their game up. So these feelings that we have, y'all, I pray that everyone that hears my voice in here
will take what I'm saying so serious. Because all of us get into our feelings. I don't care who you are. I gave an example that was a funny, easy example. I didn't have to go back, all the way back. I went to us coming here to this church today. You know what I'm telling you? I didn't have to go way back. You know what? Oh, way back when. No, this morning, when I rose here, oh, say, I said, I didn't. No doubt. Because I know the Lord will take care of me. The Lord will provide for me. Leading God me all the way. But this morning, my feelings. And it's amazing because every day we have feelings that are feelings that are not of what? The Lord. We have feelings that are carnal and fleshy. Every day. I don't care what your title is, you're going to have it. And I just want to help you. I'm no better than nobody, but I promise you, Lord, has shown me that when I get into them, because it ain't if or when, I better what? Shut your pie hole. See, because by me saying pie hole, it's easy to remember. Your pie hole says, shut your pie hole. So when that feeling rise up, shut your pie hole. And seek God. Seek the word, and God will give you a peace. That what? surpasses all understanding. He died for us, y'all. He died for us. Stand to your feet. Amen. He died for us. I thank God and I bless him for all that he's done, but more because who he is. He's done a whole lot for me, but I'm thankful and grateful for just who he is. Thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, as well as our website, www.hhwc10.com, for updates of all our events. If you would like to donate to our ministry, please visit www.hhwc10.com and hit the donate button or www.ezekielgiving.com forward slash HHWC or text to give 240-660-4492. We hope that the word that you heard was a blessing to you. And remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We love you to life. Peace be unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied.